Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. You may know me from Instagram at the Carla Marie. You may listen to my morning show, the Carla Marie and Anthony show on 106.1 Kiss FM in Seattle. You may know me from Elvis Duran in the morning show. I don't really know if there's anywhere else you could possibly know me from, but hi, thank you for being here. However you got here, I appreciate it very much. Oh, you could have heard an ad on another podcast. I appreciate you no matter how you got here. So thank you for checking out Side Hustlers. This is is a passion project for me because I found out that there's a whole world of people who are following a passion outside of their day job. These are people who are working extra hours just for something that they love. And I've been doing this podcast for almost two years now. And every single person I've talked to has such determination and drive. It's kind of addicting and inspiring. So if this is your first episode, go back and listen to them. You can listen out of order. There's no thread that you need to follow. But these people are super inspirational. And these two guests this week are no different. I've got Paige Henderson and Nicole Murray on the podcast. They are the creators, the stars of Dead Friends. It's a web series, but it is a full-blown show 
And I am obsessed with it. And to see what I'm talking about, you can go to deadfriendswebseries.com or just search Dead Friends Web Series on YouTube. Subscribe to their channel. That's how you can watch everything. They're two badass women in their 20s following their passion with day jobs. So let's learn about their side hustle. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Joining me from LA are Paige Henderson and Nicole Murray. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. So, <laughs> I'm having a mini fangirl moment because I watched your entire web series, Dead Friends, and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to talk to them. But I had never seen either of you in real life or on video other than as actors in the series. And now I'm looking at you on FaceTime and I'm like, oh my God, it's them. <laughs> so We're it's real. weird. Yeah. yeah, you're real. We're exactly it's- like our characters. So, well, And I noticed that you are in... The room I'm thinking that is Mel's room, Paige. That's who you play. Yes. So yeah, I feel like I'm a part of the series right now. It is bizarre yes. to me. <laughs> Are you getting flashbacks? I know. I really am. So let's talk about Dead Friends. And I, I mean, web series. Yes, it, that is what it is. But it's a show, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't want people to be like, "What is a web series?" Because that's a word that's thrown around. You guys had a show you filmed you were in a show you edited you did all that we're gonna get to it but explain what dead friends is because i'm gonna trust you guys to explain it better than i will sure yeah dead friends is yeah a a web series a new media show if you will um that nicole and i both created and it's uh about a girl named mel who i play who moves in with her new roommate keely who nicole plays and Keely is obsessed with this guy she knows that died. She's convinced that they're in love and dating, even though he's dead. Mel is like, uh, I moved into the wrong house. <laughs> yep. Until the dead guy appears to Mel and is like, yo, dude, you got to help me. That girl's obsession with me is stopping my soul from moving on in the afterlife. Which is such a cool concept. <laughs> Where the hell did you guys come up with this idea? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> from our weird mind yeah (laughs) we kind of when we lived in our last um place together we kind of joked we had a ghost um little things would happen like a towel would fall off the rack and Paige was always good she'd always be like thank you I I figure you should make friends with ghosts if you do have a ghost hunting your apartment I would always be like oh thank you so much I needed to dry my hands yeah why would you be mean to them yeah exactly just trying to help out they just want some homies. Exactly. <laughs> so we were kind of spitfiring about that, about like the interactions between humans and spirits. And this idea came to mind of like, there's some people hanging out at their house, chilling, and like maybe they see a little flicker of a light or something. And then you flash to this like spirit world view of the spirit, like screaming, trying to get as much attention as they can. Help me. They're banging on stuff, throwing stuff around. And then you transfer back to the human world where the person like maybe notices a slight breeze and is like, yeah, huh. <laughs> it, it's, it's just all off that. <laughs> how you guys thought about all of this. It's just so wild to me. And the fact that you guys just sat there and just took something a little as a towel fell off of a rack <laughs> and you made an entire web series out of it. It's crazy to me. How would you describe, would it be a comedy drama? Is it a dramedy? What is the genre that it would fall into? It's kind of a dramedy. It's like a buddy comedy. We kind yeah. of say it's like, New girl 
meets The Good Place meets Sabrina the Teenage Witch Ooh. or Chilling Adventures of Sabrina a little yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah. So we definitely touch on a lot of heavier ideas. For I mean, sure. obviously the idea of death and everything and moving on. And there's a lot of like self-acceptance and friendship and what that means. But it's definitely also kind of a quirky body For comedy sure. that focuses on this group. No, um, but you got yeah, you do hit on real things in the series. Mm. And by the way, if anyone wants to go watch it, which I highly recommend, you can actually find it at deadfriendswebseries.com. But you two obviously are on this podcast because you're side hustling. So let's talk a little <laughs> bit about your day jobs. And then I want to get into how the hell you find time to write, shoot, and act in a show. So Paige, you can go up first. What is your day job? I work for an advertising agency. I'm a media coordinator. So I basically deal with traffic, a lot of the admin stuff, send just a, you know, a lot of emails. Do you work from <laughs> home? I do. Yeah. I work remotely, which is amazing as an actor living in LA yeah. that flexibility although sometimes my work creeps up on me and I'll be up till four in the morning mm. being like well sometimes I wish I had that nine to five where I had to get stuff done yeah and Nicole what is it your day job so I work a nine to five at a renewable fuels facility <laughs> it's just so different than acting that's why it's like mind-boggling to me <laughs> well it's nice because I came from a science background when I was at UW I was a biology major and I worked in the lab there for a while and so this is kind of a cool combination for me of seeing science being done and then also kind of being in this corporate setting where you're also seeing where the science goes and the, the sustainability aspects. I love it. So then, Nicole, you went to UW for biology. Is that what you like always wanted to do or where did acting come from in this whole thing? So I was always interested in acting, doing plays and stuff all throughout school. But science was definitely my like tunnel vision passion for the longest time and still love it so much. I graduated with a biology degree and was working in a laboratory and again, loved it. But there was a part of me that I was like, I just, I just know I have to do some acting. So I, I started going out for auditions in Seattle. And when I was doing that um, and I got a couple, I just felt so complete and so whole. It's awesome. Thanks. And kind of just got this notion that if I'm going to do acting, I should do it now full force. Let's move to L.A. Okay, <laughs> we're going. <laughs> what did your family think when you were like, I'm going to L.A. to do acting? And they're like, you just did a whole bio major. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I know. The funny part is they actually weren't that surprised because they could see it in me all along that I yeah. always loved it. And they were like, and I mean, you're like decent at it. I don't know. Let's see what you do. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you're not the worst. No, I mean, you'd yeah. be all right. So the two of you went to University of Washington here in mm -hmm. Seattle. I'm assuming that's where you guys met. No, Shut actually. How <laughs> okay, tell me how you guys met then. Yeah, so we actually, we graduated the same year from UW and everything, but we actually separately had decided to move to LA and we both were doing one last short film before we moved down here. And so we met on a short film set up in Seattle a month cool. before we both had already planned to move down. And it was kind of like, oh yeah, I'm moving to LA in a month. I'm moving to LA in a month. Let's be roommates because we don't know anyone. <laughs> so you were both planning on moving to LA within a month and having yeah. no living plans. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, it worked we, out. Yeah. We met up like one time for a happy hour in Seattle. Just be like, 
I was, as soon as she said that she was moving to LA, I was like, cool, we're roommates. It's done. It's done. But I was like, gotta, gotta play it chill. Gotta pretend like I don't. Which is <laughs> a little opposite it. of your character yeah. in Dead Friends. It's actually more of Nicole's character in Dead Friends. Yeah. Where in Washington, are you both actually from Washington? Yeah. Where? I'm from Port Orchard. Oh, cool. Um, South Sound. Sweet. And I'm from Maple Valley. Awesome. So if you guys are ever back up here, we got to hang out. We got to do something. Yeah. How did you guys find time with your day jobs to, I guess, first, how did you find time to write this whole series? Something that really worked well for us was like, we both had this common goal of that we wanted to create our own content. But then we were both like, okay, we are going to sit down make meetings of us having these writing sessions. We're going to go somewhere else and we're going to treat it like it's a meeting with someone in the that. industry Yeah, and not, we have to hold each other accountable and not just um, let it slide because we were hungover one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we, I don't know if we ever canceled a writing session because as soon as we canceled one, just because yeah. I don't feel like it, it was kind of going to just go downhill from there. No, I, um, I yeah. can relate to that so much. So I, have a morning show in Seattle, but it started with a podcast originally. And my co-host for the podcast is now my co-host for the morning show. But our same exact thing when we started six years ago at this point was let's do this for real. Let's treat our podcast mm-hmm. like it's an actual morning show, you know, email, website, meetings, stuff like that. And it's the exact same thing because if you you dress for the job you want, really, it's yeah. the same idea. Yeah, exactly. and, and it's smart on you guys for doing that. But me not being in the world of writing for a series, what is a writing session like when the two of you sit down? Like, what? How do you do? Are you sharing a computer? Is one person dictating things? Like, what is that actually like? I guess I was going to say it kind of varies, but it didn't really vary that much, I guess. We had a plan for the series. We kind of had a general outline of what each episode was going to be and what the arc of the show and the characters and everything. And that came from like spitballing a lot. Yeah. We would write an episode at a time. And generally, I was the one typing, actually, mostly just because I had used Celtics before. And so I was like, I just, I just want to be typing. Yeah, I, I was just like, like Celtics is like a free online. I mean, it's free for like your first three scripts or something, but online script writing software so okay. that it's in the format of a script and not, you know. Word. Word. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool because we found that we had such a nice flow together. We'd be kind of, you know, so we had that outline that we were sticking to, but we would kind of start, it'd almost be role-playing a little yeah. bit to like talk about what the characters were going through. And we'd just throw out some dialogue and we'd throw out some themes or some, or like yeah. some idea that we wanted to mold. And it was really cool because even when we had times where we didn't see eye to eye on what it should be, we worked around it together and actually made a better product together that was like okay. a mold of what we both had yeah. it's awesome yeah it worked really it, nicely it really was like not just saying this because that's this is the political answer <laughs> but it really was like a 50 50 that's cool writing from from the ideas to the to the dialogue and sometimes we'd say dialogue jokingly be like ha, it'd be funny if he said this no we're not actually gonna put that in that's ridiculous and, and then, then we'd just touch it up like <laughs> okay it's funny so the both of you play the two main mm-hmm. characters in the series. When you sat down to write, did you know that was going to happen? Did you write it almost thinking like, this is me or that it's her? A little bit, yeah. Oh, you say no? Oh, no, I was going to say that's what, I mean, that's why we wrote it. Originally, yeah. we were just well, going mean, to, yeah. oh, that's what your face was <laughs> Yeah, for. my face was like 100% yes. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> yeah, because we did write it to create our own content and be able to act in that. But also, I, I will the reason it was like a little iffy for me was like we didn't like come in already with like I want to be this kind of character. Right. We came in like this is kind of story. Oh this is more you, this is more me. Yeah, so that's kind of how that worked in. We did, the original reason we wrote this script was just, yeah, to create our own content. But originally we thought it was literally just going to be us and like a couple friends <laughs> and the world was never going to see it. And then through writing it, we just fell in love with the characters and the world and just had so much fun. We were like, we want to give this what it deserves and actually make it a fully fledged, fully produced show. I mean, and it is, and it's incredible, and I love it, but you do have a full (laughs) cast and crew. I mean, how did you get all those people? How does that work? Did you just recruit (laughs) friends? Do you actually have to do auditions for something like this? What is that like? Oh my gosh, we feel so lucky because for one, we have a lot of really talented friends and they have a lot of really talented friends. So a lot of our cast and crew actually came from friends, friends of friends. And it was really awesome because we felt lucky in that, like so many of us meshed so well together and everyone brought awesome ideas. Mm -hmm. And we continually talk about how the production is so much better because everybody brought in this like new perspective and they weren't afraid to share it. Yeah. And then, and then we did um, end up, casting uh, doing auditions for the two male oh. leads um for jacob osborne who plays chris and chase michael torrance who plays fred and that was a really amazing experience as well because uh as noted uh, nicole and i originally came from this as actors so first off being on the other side oh my god yeah of that whole process was incredible and then also actually both of them the characters we envisioned when we the people we envisioned when we wrote them are different than the Chris that ended up coming out and the Fred that ended up coming out. Oh, wow. They're actually pretty different. And But just when Jacob came into the room and when Chase came into the room, we were like, whoa, that, whoa that's them, even though that's not what we thought it was. So it that's was really cool, cool because they, again, like Nicole said, like brought this whole new life to it we never even expected. And yeah, it was it was really it was really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I would obviously have no idea that that's not what you expected because it is amazing. Yeah. So when you guys were shooting... What were those days like or weekends? Like, how did you shoot while having full-time jobs? I'll backtrack a tiny bit just in the prep even, too, because that happened a lot. Like, we would be working, and then we would come home, and we would, like, be up till late at night prepping. And then we were like, okay, so then when we're doing these shooting days, we would like to have as much time as possible. So we kind of did over a weekend. That way we both were able to take as as little time off work as possible (laughs) and then and then um because the first shoot was three days and the last shoot was eight days we did have to end up taking a little bit time off you make it work yeah Yeah. (laughs) we we shot the first two episodes in october and used that as proof of concept and then shot the rest of it the may of this year over like four days over a weekend and four days over a weekend so what is proof of concept so that's kind of like a smaller shoot, just getting out the idea of the world you're trying to um, get money to film later. Okay. And so for us, it ended up being the first two episodes because the, there's a bit of exposition there. There's also like a great introduction of all four characters mm-hmm. uh, well, and the other characters as well along the way. And so this proof of concept is kind of like giving people a taste of what this world and this creation is going to look like. And then we were able to use that to get some people to um, help out, get some sponsors and artists involved to make the shoot even bigger and even better and really round out the story. So, Nicole, you just said that 
you did the first two episodes to show how or how to get money for dead friends how do you get money for a show when you're shooting it like who funded this I mean, a lot of it's really support from friends mm-hmm. and family mm-hmm. in order to like get resources. Yeah, we yeah um, we also did end up doing um, a GoFundMe for the post production, oh. or I guess it was Indiegogo. It was Indiegogo. Yeah. 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 So that was incredible to see the amount of support that came out for that. And again, having those first two episodes, we actually didn't release, we didn't show the full first two episodes, but we showed teasers of that to show, hey, this is look right. at the quality we can make and. It's not like you're going to donate and then this will never see the light of day. Like, this is a thing we're making. That um, and also, like, we reached out to a lot of, again, local artists, local musicians, a couple of musicians in Seattle as well. Cool. Just having everybody bring something on board, people who are really excited to collaborate. And I think that helps a lot with people being excited and bringing resources and, and us not having to go out and right. pay for all these extravagant yeah. things. No, you know? And it's awesome. And it's awesome that you do have the support of friends and family. I mean, anyone I've talked to on this podcast, almost everyone will say they couldn't have done their side hustle without the support of friends and family. Or there's that one person in your life that says, no, it'll never happen. You'll never be able to do that. And you use that as the drive to get through it. So Dead Friends, actually, <laughs> you guys won awards and you were accepted into festivals. So tell me about how that works and what you won and all of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We feel so lucky about that. It was a really great experience because we are accepted into six festivals. I think like eight. Eight festivals. With the first two episodes okay. only. Nice. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And it was great because the ones we were able to attend, we saw such an awesome like audience reaction, a lot of really great feedback. But then on top of that, too, festivals gave us best web series. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And beyond that, just meeting all the awesome filmmakers that were there and again, hearing their inputs and like how excited they were to see what we did. It was just all a really great experience. Well, and that was just with the first two episodes. I'm sure that was like super inspiring and motivational for you guys. Like, OK, let's go do the rest of them. Definitely. And before our, before we went to our first festival, we hadn't had anybody besides us really watch the first two episodes like us and our editor and stuff which is maybe not like the best thing you should definitely like <laughs> screen it with people who don't yep. you know to like work out the kinks but we didn't really have time we were just trying to... <laughs> so yeah that that first experience of sitting in a room being like oh god i hope people like this was and they did <laughs> that was one of the one the festivals won best web series cool. at, so you guys obviously used your where you live to shoot because i recognize the room <laughs> where else did you guys shoot because i feel like a lot of it was at your apartment where you are in the series but i think it was it was it a bike shop that your character worked at Paige? yeah yeah so like nicole said about the collaborating um we i mean we love that aspect of filmmaking um and we wanted to bring that into not just crew and and cast, but also supporting local artists and local businesses. We're based in uh, Highland Park neighborhood in LA and we love this neighborhood. Actually feels like more like Seattle. Cool. And the rest of LA, it's like <laughs> a little bit more chill. And, love it. You know, we can see a mountain from our house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mountain. But, One. But um, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we just actually went door to door in our neighborhood seeing who we could collaborate with like literally door to door like to businesses yeah, literally to businesses yeah seeing how we could collaborate with people and how we could highlight local businesses or That's local great. artists in our web series Ablock is the place the where mel my character works it's a really awesome place it's a bike cafe yeah. actually so it's a coffee shop and then 
bike repair shop as well. And that's just like three blocks from my house. That's great. And Kel, who works there, was is really awesome and used to work on films himself. And yeah, let us let us use the space. It was really, really awesome. And that's then a really taco cool. truck. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite taco truck in Highland <laughs> Park. So it was a very exciting. <laughs> that's really that cool a, that, yeah. that you guys were able to obviously incorporate local businesses, but just work with them to collaborate on something. It, it's super smart. Did you guys have a makeup crew? Like who did the makeup? Because because yes. the for the if you're listening to this right now and you haven't watched Dead Friends, the dead characters are basically a, a blue color, but that's clearly yeah. makeup. It's not post production. So how did that mm-hmm. work? Oh my gosh, we had such an awesome makeup artist. Her name's Rachel Wagner, and she's a friend of ours, and she's very talented. She also did our hair and the girls' makeup, the Keelan Mel's makeup right. in it as well and um, my elf ears in yes. the halloween episode <laughs> she joked with us because she's she's really talented she does a lot of kind of like special effects sort of mm-hmm. so she actually helped us even establish this yeah. kind of gray blue that you gray see of the ghost yeah. she was the one who helped us come up with that originally yeah. we were just like i don't know maybe it's just like a great yeah. tiny dusting well and that's where so in the filmmaking low budget that's where the one sleeve so all of our our spirits or ghosts have one sleeve that is a cutoff and that's kind of how you distinguish them and originally when Nicole and I were writing it we didn't think we were going to have any money or anybody interested so we were like okay what's a very easy visual way to differentiate spirits and living people and we went through a bunch of different iterations we were like maybe they can all just wear a feather earring it'll be easy to tell and then we were like oh if somebody has only one sleeve that's super noticeable so originally it was going to be that with no gray wow um, which ended up working out great because that ended that ends up becoming a plot point and seeing how like a indication of transition for the spirit so it worked out that's really like i it's really cool to know that the one sleeve thing was just a thought because you guys needed to be able to differentiate i mean it's so cool like learning the back necessity Yeah, yeah that's incredible and it's it's incredible to see what you guys were able to create with almost having nothing at first, like mm-hmm. before you were funded, before you knew you were going to have a makeup artist, before any of that, before you knew you were going to have businesses to work with you, what you made out of literally, it really was nothing in the beginning. And then you were able to even grow and just work with your surroundings. It's, it's incredible. And it's really smart on the both of your parts. So I commend you guys for that because it's incredible. Thanks. Thank I, said you. Incredible. I said incredible a lot, but I mean incredible, it. Incredible. <laughs> Creativity comes out of limitation. Yes. Right? So if you had the world, it's, you know, again, that one sleeve part, which is genius. Let me tell you. <laughs> but that, I mean, if we knew right away when we were writing it that we'd have, you know, all the money in the world for special effects, that never would have happened. Of course. And, yeah. yeah. This is a personal question I don't really ask anyone, but how old are you guys? I'm 25. And I'm 27. So obviously very young what is the end goal for this are you both like I just want to make it in Hollywood I want to create series I want to be an actress or do you want to have your day job and do this on the side it's kind of funny because I think maybe I'm speaking for us both here but we we started out as kind of just singularly actresses and then this whole process and especially us like our teamwork it has really transformed into this production company that we're building and really wanting to just continue being able to make films together and getting these ideas out there. We really feel like we have a lot to say that Mm -hmm. we can say through film and not only as actresses, but also as storytellers and as directors and as producers. It's cool. 
specifically also with Dead Friends, we're hoping to either get it picked up into a full full series, you know, a full 24-minute episodes, or be able to do a season two. Our inspiration for that and for our production company are a lot of, you know, like Broad City, Pen15, I mean, Fleabag, all of those showrunners who are also in the in their shows, and particularly the pair woman women duo yeah. um, in comedy is, like, really inspirational to us and so that's probably the, the ultimate goal definitely i mean you both did move to la so obviously this is a passion <laughs> this is something yeah. you want to focus on definitely yeah also definitely not yeah not hoping not to be a side hustle forever okay <laughs> you're allowed I've, to say that yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah we start that way and then we we build yeah well you just said uh nicole that you have more ideas and stuff you want to work on are you guys working on something new already or is it a new season of dead friends if you can imagine this we're kind of multitasking a little bit here because Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we have the season two of dead friends written and we have multiple seasons actually planned out in advance but we're also like okay because that's going to be a big undertaking what can we do that are some small things in the meantime that are still like us put yeah. it on these production productions testing our creativity acting so we have a couple short films we're thinking yeah. of making cool coming up in addition to helping friends out with their films as well and then we're both also still actors and nicole's shooting a film this weekend and i'm shooting a film next weekend oh, no, you know we're... same me too this weekend <laughs> i'm just shooting a film like you guys are literally <laughs> and for the record you no one listening can see Paige, but she's just literally flailing her hand around like oh i gotta film this weekend <laughs> Okay, no, I am. Yes, it sounds so nonchalant, but also like being a hundred percent transparent. There was also like a very long time where we're like, oh, nothing going on. Let's of course, keep working on dead friends. So well, this is it's been good. Works. October is a good. October is when we moved to LA. October is when we shot the first two episodes of Dead Friends. October is when I nonchalantly talk about shooting films. <laughs> well, it's November. Oh gosh. Well. October's when we release. Okay. So okay. Okay. I'm like, wait, wait. I literally just had to look. I'm like, what is the day? What is happening wow. right now? That's hilarious. Sorry. Well, listen, if you guys ever need an extra who doesn't have to speak in anything, I'll fly to LA for it. Yeah. I would so be in. Oh my gosh. Yeah, awesome. We're I calling can't you up. Yeah. I am in semester two of improv, and that's as far Ooh, as I have exciting. gone. So far. I know, Paige, you've, you've done improv, where, right? Yeah. Where, where are you doing improv? Jet City. I did some classes there. Cool. Nice. Yeah, when I was at UW. And yeah, I do improv down here in LA. So well. it's it's such a wild world. And I'm assuming yeah. the classes that you do in improv help you. Is it, Does it help you write? Does it help you act? Does it help you do both? Yeah. Yeah, everything. As much as sometimes I'm in my head with improv, it also helps you get out of your head and realize that nothing, you know, when you're writing or like Nicole said, we spitballed a lot. Yeah. I think that came from, you know, we both have improv experience and, you know, just knowing that nothing is wrong. It's awesome. And just just going with it. Um, it definitely helps because you can always go back and edit it too. Yeah. You can't always go back and edit improv shows. <laughs> you can't. That's not what improv is. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> So you both co-founded Svelte Dog Productions. That is your production company together. Is, mm-hmm. So you've got dead friends under that. What else is everything else you do going to fall under your own production company? Because I don't know how this works. Yeah. So anything that we do together will be like a Svelte Dog pr- Productions endeavor. So I had a really fat dog 
when I was little. Her name was Sally. We called her Salsal the Fat Dog. She was half Chihuahua, half Jack Russell. Oh my God. So she was like the fattest thing in the world. And she had, so she had a really big body and a tiny head. So that's, oh my God. See it. That is an incredible dog. Yeah. Yeah. So I found this picture. She died when I was like a sophomore in high school. And I found this picture a few years ago of her just like at her fattest and her head looking the smallest. I thought it was so funny. I would set it as my screen background on my phone and I'd be at bars like talking to people, you know, like talking to a guy or whatever. And I'd be like, I want to see a picture of my dog. And it was like, really fat dog. And then be like, oh, how old is she? And I'd be like, she's dead. Oh my God. It was really good. Really good way to meet people. Yeah. I'm single. (laughs) But yeah. And so when we were trying to come up with a name for our production company, that's like, I think the photo was just around or something and thought about, you know, I was like, Sally should be the logo of our production company because it's it's like the most ridiculous photo. And thought about Fat Dog Productions, but there's actually already Fat Dog Productions out there. Mm. And so Sally, sometimes when she was on, you know, in her more lean days, my dad would call her Salsella Svelte Dog instead of Salsella Fat Dog. So you've got the production company, and I guess I have no idea how this world works. So in order to create what you guys are creating, do you have to have your own production company? How, like, what is the point of all of that? No, I mean, you can, you can create whatever you want. I think it just gives, you know, I think it gives like a sense of direction a little bit. You can, a sense too of, I mean, like we talked about earlier with, you know, giving ourselves and giving each other the respect we would give to other people in this industry. I think it's kind of along those lines. So it's not, we're two friends making a web series. It's okay, let's make this production company together. And then where can we go go from with that? Yeah, so respecting ourselves enough to give ourselves that title as well, kind of. Yeah, it's like a consistency thing as well as it's, I thought it was very directional and the fact that it's like we are making something together and it's not just going to be this series. You know, we are going to, we are in this to be making and creating together and providing ourselves a platform to be able to also pursue our passion of acting. Yeah, I, I, I think it's so smart on you guys and it just... To people who are just meeting you guys, it's like, oh, they have their own production company. They're legit. Not that you're not, but it just, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, okay, they're actually invested in this. They're just not doing things willy nilly. They have a business. So I think it's, mm-hmm. it's so smart on your part. Just now when you were talking, Nicole, it kind of clicked. I feel like your character, Keely, like you really have to turn that on a lot. Like Paige, you are very much Mel in that demeanor, but <laughs> I, are you, am I wrong in that? Like even your voice is different. I feel like Nicole. Yeah. And you are right about that. Okay. I, I do a little bit higher of a voice. Yes. For Keely. It's kind of, yeah. I like, I feel like I just jump into this persona instead of sinking into it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> The cool thing about Keely is she does have a lot of aspects that are me. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people who yeah know me and see her, they're like, okay, she's got this like bubbly nature and she's excited about a lot of things and she just loves everybody. Yeah. But yeah, I like turn that full force for yeah. Keely. It's almost like she's like a caricature of you. Yeah. Like it's like you one- like 3,000. <laughs> no, I, I, I just for that moment, I'm like, it doesn't seem like her why. And I was like, oh, because she's not like turned up crazy roommate so i i it it, i caught my eye for a second oh thanks yeah because it's not crazy normally (laughs) (laughs) yeah not normally though people do often compliment me on my crazy eyes so you don't have crazy eyes you have beautiful eyes (laughs) sometimes she does okay good to know good to know she's really intense in something 
<laughs> we um, whenever I have people on the podcast I love talking about how I got them on this podcast how we got connected because connections as you guys have clearly learned what you've just did making a web series are huge you know you collaborated mm-hmm. with so many people so how do you connect with people in this world well for us Paige that was your dad and I you Thanks, don't know dad. you don't know the story of how <laughs> I met your dad and I wanted to tell it to you and how this all went down so I work for iHeartRadio in Seattle. And like I said, I clearly have a podcast, but I've been on several podcasts. I've had another podcast for six years. So we were hosting a panel called iHeart Podcasts. And it was with myself, my co-host from our morning show, Anthony, and two other people from the company who are really on the world of podcasting, whether it's building branded podcasts or clients, working with clients. And the audience of this panel were all people that our iHeart Radio Seattle sales team or marketing team work with. One of those, Paige, being your dad with his company. Mm-hmm. So he was in the audience and we opened up at the end for question and answer. And he he raised his hand and asked something about how, how would you go about promoting on a podcast? And I started explaining and I said something like, well, what did you want to promote? And he's like, well, it's actually not for me. It's for my daughter. She has her own web series. I'm like, what that's crazy and he's like and this is in front of the whole place and I'm like well what's her web series about just to see like where it would like if I can give him like all right that would be great on this kind of podcast and he's like Mm -hmm. he goes well it's called dead friends and I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) like that's all the the, and I'm like on the panel like oh I don't I was like okay and he like kind of explained it and it was the cutest dad thing ever like the whole moment I was like this is the sweetest like this dad is out here in front of an audience of people like, how do I get my like, how do I get my daughter on this podcast? Because she's incredible. And then I chatted with him after it. And I really like he is amazing. And obviously, that's how we got connected. Yeah, but a great guy. it was just you're probably the first person that I've met through their parents. So that's, oh my God, cool. that's funny. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Yeah. Thanks no, for everything. Shout out Tom. Tom. He, he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> but he did. I said, well, what is her day job? He's like, well, she's actually working for me and he, yeah. she's able to work remotely for my company. And I was like, it's just, it's incredible to obviously yeah. have that support. And I, you, I'm sure Paige know how proud your dad is of you, but I could see it. And I literally just met him that day, but I can see him gloating and glowing and being so happy for you and really believing in you. And Nicole, I don't know your family, but I'm sure they feel the same about you. <laughs> I think so. Oh, no, just kidding. No. Yeah. My dad feels the same about Nicole, too. I'm sure. So there's at least that. Tom and I, were we're buds. That's awesome. <laughs> Have you ever thought about having your family in any of your series? Or any of your shows? Uh, Either of I you? I totally have. You really have? I have that. Yeah. Oh, really? No. Nope. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Our families are all, like, all of our siblings, I feel like, are, and our parents, too, are just so, like, fun and yeah. unique people. It's kind of interesting even, like, thinking about just building even a character off of any of them. Yeah. So even if we don't put them in the series, maybe they'll be, like, an inspiration. I like that. Yeah. Paige, you traveled the world after graduating college. I did, yeah. So I actually, so I grew up doing community theater and I always loved acting and always wanted to do it, but, you know, never really feels like something you can actually do. Yeah. 
And then I went to college and I like transferred a couple or just once, but and I ended up at UW and I ended up actually majoring in comparative literature with a focus in cinema studies and then minoring in international studies. When I was there, I was like, oh, maybe I'll be on the other side of camera because that seems more like a viable option, which is it's also just as hard, yeah. you know, <laughs> to make it as filmmaker. So when I graduated, I was like, well, I don't really know what I want to do, even though in the back of my mind, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So I traveled for a year and a half, which I also like that's my other big love in life is traveling. Do you think that that traveling has helped? helped you with writing and acting? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, traveling has helped me with everything in my life from practical wise to, you know, being in a country where you can't speak the language mm-hmm. at all and you get dropped off at a place that you're you didn't expect to be dropped <laughs> off and you're like, "All right, I got to use nobody's going to help me right now. I don't have Wi-Fi or anything. I just got to use all of my skills to f- try to figure out, you know." But then also planning, you know, like researching and planning where you're going and everything. And then also with acting 100% because acting is all about stepping into somebody else's life and imagining yourself in different circumstances, but the way that you can do that is by finding your similarities with that character with those circumstances and I mean when you travel you realize how similar everybody I mean you you love the differences and celebrate the differences and that's why you travel and stuff but also realize how similar everybody is and it's really great I love traveling yeah when you first told me that you traveled you had said and you said Nicole started working where Nicole started working and then you said yeah and I traveled and then you said I can you can tell who the responsible one in this group is so Nicole she shouted you out for being super responsible when we were chatting yeah there's always one I'm glad to know I'm the responsible one yeah well that's your title just in case you didn't know gonna need you to live up to that one so I obviously think the two of you are badass I love that you're females in an industry doing the work that you're doing where there aren't a lot of females doing that or at least getting the recognition for it. So I'm honored to have you on this podcast, but I want to give you guys one last pitch. Why should people go watch Dead Friends and support you guys? Because first of all, by the way, it's free, everybody. Free! (laughs) (laughs) Number one. (laughs) People should watch Dead Friends. It's a great show. We had so much fun making it and writing it and everybody involved in it. They're bite-sized episodes anywhere from five to 12 minutes so you can watch the whole you can binge the whole first season in 67 minutes which is less than a game of thrones episode (laughs) on top of that too the characters are just so unique and the world is so unique and it's a really cool exploration of what you may think you know about you know spirits and the afterlife and everything we've kind of toppled it on on its head a little bit mm-hmm. so i don't know if you're someone who likes yeah. theories you know <laughs> yeah come check ours out definitely a good show for fan theories and i mean even though we we kind of created this whole world we also based it on a lot of ideas and supernatural stuff and it's very weird if you like weird humor or normal humor <laughs> And we're also, I mean, for lack of a better term, kind of a grassroots web series, you know, we have, we already have a lot of pretty loyal fans, which is awesome. You know, we're an indie filmmaker. So the way that we've been getting our word out is from word of mouth and people sharing our little videos on Facebook or Instagram or sharing the episodes. You can share the episodes because they're YouTube videos. So if you guys do end of it, if anybody does end up watching it and liking it, that's the biggest thing that people can do to support us is share and interact. We have like poll we have a poll going right now on our instagram of if you'd rather 
have Keely or Mel as a roommate. Ooh, I mean, I'm going to vote and I'm going to vote Mel right now. Sorry, yes. Nicole. No. <laughs> but that's my vote. All right. I, I that is a very, very smart thing to have people share. I mean, that it, word of mouth yeah. is the best kind of advertising. So we're going to make that happen for sure. I, I one sitting binged all of it I loved it oh, I'm, I'm a huge fan I really am and I'm excited to support you guys and when you're these huge filmmakers you know having billion dollar box office <laughs> weekends don't forget about the side hustlers podcast okay well this is our first podcast so what? I mean I guess maybe you've done a podcast before but I assume that you haven't <laughs> no you know my free time I just <laughs> okay fair good no definitely not yeah well, no and shout out to you too you are awesome a woman yeah. killing it in the industry as well and thank you so much because it's really nice when we all get to support each other and each give each other a voice thank yeah, you definitely. I, I appreciate that guys seriously thank you you always have the people who listen to this podcast to help support you so if there's anything at all that you ever need me to tell everyone to do i will and i will always support you guys so thank you so much for being on side hustlers yay thanks for having us this was so fun seriously you're awesome yeah <laughs> thank you for listening to side hustlers you heard Paige. you heard nicole Go share Dead Friends. It's Dead Friends web series on YouTube. You can search for it. It's on Instagram as Dead Friends underscore web series. Or you can just go to deadfriendswebseries.com to check out everything they've got going on. Go support them, but share what they've got going on. It helps them grow. It helps them get better. Also, while you're at it, share this podcast. Side Hustlers is my side hustle. It's my passion. It's my baby. So if you share it and other people find out about it, I appreciate it very much. You can also rate and review the podcast. That helps as well. So subscribe to it. Do all the things, please. Thank you very much. It's all free for you to do. Thank you for listening to Side Hustlers. I'm Carla Murray. You can find me on Instagram at the Carla Murray. Until next week, keep hustling. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. 
It's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.